Readings from Sri Aurobindo on Self-Opening and Surrender, Its Importance and Practice in the Integral Yoga. The sadhana of this yoga does not proceed through any set mental teaching or prescribed forms of meditation, mantras, or others, but by aspiration, by a self-concentration inwards or upwards, by self-opening to an influence, to the divine power above us and its workings, to the divine presence in the heart, and by the rejection of all that is foreign to these things. It is only by faith, aspiration, and surrender that this self-opening can come. Opening is a change of the consciousness by which it becomes receptive to the divine. Self-surrender is to give up yourself and all that is yours, mind and everything else, to the divine, so that the divine force may take everything and change it. Surrender means to be entirely in the mother's hands and not to resist in any way, by egoism or otherwise, her light, knowledge, will, the working of her force, etc. The object of the self-opening is to allow the force of the divine to flow in, bringing light, peace, ananda, etc., and to do the work of transformation. When the being so receives the divine shakti and it works in him, produces its results, whether he is entirely conscious of the process or not, then he is said to be open. There is a state in which the sadhak is conscious of the divine force working in him, or of its results at least, and does not obstruct its descent or its action by his own mental activities, vital restlessness, or physical obscurity and inertia. That is openness to the divine. Surrender is the best way of opening but aspiration and quietness can do it up to a certain point, so long as there is not the surrender. The guiding law of spiritual experience can only come by an opening of human consciousness to the divine consciousness. There must be the power to receive in us the working and command and dynamic presence of the divine shakti and surrender ourselves to her control. It is that surrender and that control which bring the guidance. But the surrender is not sure. There is no absolute certitude of the guidance, so long as we are besieged by mind formations and life impulses and instigations of ego, which may easily betray us into the hands of a false experience. This danger can only be countered by the opening of a now nine-tenths concealed inmost soul or psychic being 
that is already there, but not commonly active within us. That is the inner light we must liberate. For the light of this inmost soul is our one sure illumination, so long as we walk still amidst the siege of the ignorance, and the truth consciousness has not taken up the entire control of our Godward endeavor. All life is a secret yoga, an obscure growth of nature towards the discovery and fulfillment of the divine principle hidden in her, which becomes progressively less obscure, more self-conscient and luminous, more self-possessed in the human being, by the opening of all his instruments of knowledge, will, action, life, to the spirit within him and in the world. There are two ways of doing yoga, one by knowledge and one's own efforts, the other by reliance on the mother. In the last way, one has to offer one's mind and heart and all to the mother for her force to work on it, call her in all difficulties, have faith and bhakti. At first it takes time, often a long time, for the consciousness to be prepared in this way and during that time many difficulties can come up. But if one perseveres, a time comes when all is ready. The mother's force opens the consciousness fully to the divine. Then all that must develop, develops within. Spiritual experience comes, and with it the knowledge and union with the divine. Opening means only to be able to receive the mother's force. Whether one is open or not is shown by two things. If one is conscious of the force working in one, then one is open. But even if one is not conscious, yet if results of the working happen, then that also means that in the inner being some opening has been made. Aspiration, sincerity, and the quietude of the mind are the three best conditions for opening. In this yoga, the whole principle is to open oneself to the divine influence. It is there above you, and if you can once become conscious of it, you have then to call it down into you. It descends into the mind and into the body as peace as a light, as a force that works, as the presence of the divine with or without form, as Ananda. Before one has this consciousness, one has to have faith and aspire for the opening. Aspiration, call, prayer are forms of one and the same thing and are all effective. You can take the form that comes to you or is easiest to you. The other way is concentration. You concentrate your consciousness in the heart, some do it in the head or above the head, and meditate on the mother in the heart and call her in there. 
One can do either and both at different times, whatever comes naturally to you or you are moved to do at the moment. Especially in the beginning, the one great necessity is to get the mind quiet. Reject at the time of meditation all thoughts and movements that are foreign to the sadhana. In the quiet mind, there will be a progressive preparation for the experience. But you must not become impatient if all is not done at once. It takes time to bring the entire quiet into the mind. You have to go on till the consciousness is ready. In this yoga, all depends on whether one can open to the influence or not. If there is a sincerity in the aspiration and a patient will to arrive at the higher consciousness in spite of all obstacles, then the opening in one form or another is sure to arrive. When the mind falls quiet and the concentration becomes strong and the aspiration intense, then there is a beginning of experience. The more faith, the more rapid the result is likely to be. For the rest, one must not depend on one's own efforts only, but succeed in establishing a contact with the Divine and a receptivity to the Mother's power and presence. To be open is simply to be so turned to the mother that her force can work in you without anything refusing or obstructing her action. If the mind is shut up in its own ideas and refuses to allow her to bring in the light and the truth, if the vital clings to its desires and does not admit the true initiative and impulsions that the mother's power brings, if the physical is shut up in its desire, habits, and inertia, and does not allow the light and force to enter in it and work, then one is not open. It is not possible to be entirely open all at once in all the movements, but there must be a central opening in each part, and a dominant aspiration or will in each part, not in the mind alone, to admit only the mother's workings. The rest will then be progressively done. If one remains in full confidence in the mother and psychically open, then the mother's force will do all, and one has only to give consent and keep oneself open and aspire. Self-giving or surrender is demanded of those who practice this yoga, because without such a progressive surrender of the being, it is quite impossible to get anywhere near the goal. To keep open means to call in the mother's force to work in you, and if you do not surrender to it, it amounts to not allowing the force to work in you at all, or else only on condition that it will work in the way you want and not in its own way, 
which is the way of the divine truth. A suggestion of this kind is usually made by some adverse power or by some egoistic element of mind or vital which wants the grace or the force but only in order to use it for its own purposes and is not willing to live for the divine purpose. It is willing to take from the divine all it can get but not to give itself to the divine. The soul, the true being, on the contrary, turns towards the divine and is not only willing but eager and happy to surrender. In the practice of yoga, what you aim at can only come by the opening of the being to the mother's force and the persistent rejection of all egoism and demand and desire. All motives accept the aspiration for the divine truth. If this is rightly done, the divine power and light will begin to work and bring in the peace and equanimity, the inner strength, the purified devotion, and the increasing consciousness and self-knowledge which are the necessary foundation for the Siddhi of the Yoga. Quiet, quiet and more quiet, calm strength, calm gladness, are what are needed in mind and nerves and body as a basis for the Siddhi. Precisely because the force, the light, the ananda that come down are extremely intense and need a great stillness in the being to bear and support them. Open with sincerity. That means to open integrally and without reservation, not to give one part of you to the divine working and keep back the rest, not to make a partial offering and keep for yourself the other movements of your nature. All must be opened wide. It is insincerity to hold back any part of you or keep it shut to the divine. Open with faithfulness. That means to be open constantly and always, not to open one day and withdraw the next. If one wanted the divine, the divine himself would take up the purifying of the heart and develop the sadhana and give the necessary experiences. It can and does happen in that way, if one has trust and confidence in the divine and the will to surrender. For such a taking up involves one's putting oneself in the hands of the divine rather than trusting to one's own efforts alone. And it implies one's putting one's trust and confidence in the divine and a progressive self-giving. It is, in fact, the principle of the sadhana that I myself followed, and it is the central part of the yoga as I envisage it. The core of this inner surrender is trust and confidence in the divine. One takes the attitude, 
I want the divine and nothing else. I want to give myself entirely to him, and since my soul wants that, it cannot be but that I shall meet him and realize him. I ask nothing but that, and his action in me to bring me to him, his action secret or open, veiled or manifest. I do not insist on my own time and way. Let him do all in his own time and way. I shall believe in him, accept his will, aspire steadily for his light and presence and joy, go through all difficulties and delays, relying on him and never giving up. Let my mind be quiet and turn to him, and let him open it to his light. Let my vital be quiet and turn to him alone, and let him open it to his calm and joy. All for him, and myself for him. Whatever happens, I will keep to this aspiration and self-giving, and go on in perfect reliance that it will be done. That is the attitude into which one must grow. For, certainly, it cannot be made perfect at once. Mental and vital movements come across. But if one keeps the will to it, it will grow in the being. The rest is a matter of obedience to the guidance when it makes itself manifest, not allowing one's mental or vital movements to interfere. It is not by his own strength or good qualities that anyone can attain to the divine change. There are only two things that matter, the mother's force at work and the sadhak's will to open to it and trust in her working. What one cannot do oneself, one can get done by calling the mother's force. To receive that and let it work in you is the true means of success in the sadhana. Surrender means to consecrate everything in oneself to the divine, to offer all one is and has, not to insist on one's ideas, desires, habits, etc., but to allow the divine truth to replace them by its knowledge, will, and action everywhere. The essence of surrender is not to ask the mother before doing anything, but to accept wholeheartedly the influence and the guidance. When the joy and peace come down, to accept them without question or cavil and let them grow. When the force is felt at work, to let it work without opposition. When the knowledge is given, to receive and follow it. When the will is revealed, to make oneself its instrument. Our intelligent mentality is to become a play of the divine knowledge will, our mental soul life a play of the divine love and delight, our vitality 
a play of the divine life, our physical being a mold of the divine substance. This God action in us is to be realized by an opening of ourselves to the divine Gnosis and the divine Ananda, and in its fullness by an ascent into and a permanent dwelling in the Gnosis and the Ananda. The divine grace and power can do everything but with the full ascent of the sadhak. To learn to give that full ascent is the whole meaning of the sadhana. It may take time, either because of ideas in the mind, desires in the vital, or inertia in the physical consciousness. But these things have to be and can be removed with the aid or by calling in the action of the divine force. The divine gives itself to those who give themselves without reserve and in all their parts to the divine. For them, the calm, the light, the power, the bliss, the freedom, the wideness, the heights of knowledge, the seas of Ananda. Keep yourself open to the mother. Remember her always and let her force work in you, rejecting all other influences. That is the rule for yoga. <laughs>